What's a happening, y'all? Happy Thursday, week four of college football. Um, we are in the house making picks. Uh, before we get started here, make sure you go and check out Prize Picks. Really fun uh, daily fantasy site that I use every week. It's it's awesome. It's fun. It's easy to win. Um, go ahead and you know when you make a deposit, use code BGB. And uh, they'll match up to $100 for whatever your, your initial deposit is. So use promo code BGB, and they can really hook you up uh, solid uh, on their app. So, yeah, go check them out. ATL Jimmy, what's going on? Not too much. Crazy. It's week four. It's going by too fast. It's yep. going by way too fast. Um, it's, it's, it's the fastest season of any sport and it sucks. Yeah. It's my favorite sport and it goes by the fastest, but, uh, you know, we, we did all right last week. We both went nine and six. I got burned, uh, you know, on like Oregon beating BYU just kind of yeah. shocked me. Um, just the way BYU just didn't show up. Michigan State, their secondary is just as bad as Jeez. it was last year. I mean, God, they got gashed by Washington. Texas pull, pulled out a win against UTSA. They look good. You know, there's it, it was um, it was a, it was an interesting week. Um, A and M lost to Miami, or excuse me, beat Miami. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll see. Before we get started here, quick. Uh, Quick thought on tonight's game, Virginia Tech uh, versus West Virginia. I don't think either of the, these teams are going to be good. I think it's just going to be a hot mess of of garbage on the field. <laughs> it's going <gonna, laughs> to be ugly. But I feel like West Virginia needs to win this game way more than Virginia Tech does. I think if West Virginia loses this game, there's no way Neil Brown uh, is around for this time next year. Who do you have for that game? I think West Virginia, it all depends on how good Kansas is. Because if Kansas is actually a decent football team, West Virginia has played two solid football teams and lost close games, and then they beat Towson. So if Kansas is legit and Kansas is an okay football team to a good football team, then I don't know how bad West Virginia is yet. Where Virginia Tech is kind of more trending downwards. And, Kansas, I mean, Kansas looks good. I mean, right, we're, Kansas we're looks really them. good. Yeah, and College Game Day should have gone to Lawrence this weekend instead of going to Knoxville when they could. <laughs> they've got like three or four chances to go to Knoxville this year. Right. Um, go to Kansas Duke. I mean, that's what the people wanted. Um, so, <laughs> but Kansas is good, man. Um, so, so Virginia <laughs> Tech, West Virginia, quick. Who, who you got? I got West Virginia. Okay. Um, I, I'm going Virginia Tech. Um, just because I, I've been down on West Virginia. I think West Virginia needs this game. I just think going into Lane Stadium on a Thursday night, I don't care how untalented this Virginia Tech team is. It, it's a tough place to play. I've seen teams mm -hmm. that are much better than Virginia Tech going and lose in Lane Stadium on a Thursday night. So I like uh, I, I like the Hokies uh, winning the, uh, I believe it's called the Black Diamond rivalry it's gonna be an ugly game there's probably gonna be fights in the stands between yeah uh between west virginia fans and virginia tech fans um so those schools uh, are closer says, than people think i mean they're only three hours fear away, the, I think. yeah fear the ears says top 15 offense and it's a hot mess lmao your hate is real well i did pick west virginia to finish second to last in the big big 10 big 12 and so far, they've lost to Pitt, and they've lost to uh, Kansas, uh, who's won like 11 games in 10 years. So, um, 
until I'm proven otherwise, I don't think West Virginia is any good. Um, all right. So that's tonight's game. Let's, uh, let's get to tomorrow night. Um, this is a team. This is a game that, that I'm a team that I'm high on. It's uh, so we got Friday night, Virginia going to undefeated Syracuse. Uh, the Q's are, are shocking the world <laughs> three and O oh, um, they're a 10 and a half point favorite. And if you've watched Virginia, they're two and one, but man, they have had some ugly wins um, against Richmond. They, they, had to barely beat uh, Old Dominion last week. I mean, the offense is not there for uh, for Virginia um, like it was last year. Like, Brendan Armstrong is just not himself. And um, I just don't I, – I, I, this is I, – I think Syracuse is the better team. I mean, they, they look good uh, beating Louisville. The Purdue game was really a toss-up. There was that touchdown at the end of the game that, that uh, they had to come back and win. Um I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm, I like uh, Syracuse here. Cause I think Robert and I, the, the uh, offensive coordinator for Syracuse is going up against his old team. And uh, I, I think they've got a lot of momentum there. And I just, I like, I think they're a more talented team. Who are you picking? I, I agree with that. I think Cuse uh, nine points is a lot. If you're looking at the spread, I don't think Cuse deserves to be a nine point favorite quite yet, but I'm, I'm hop. I'm in on Cuse. I think their their offense looks good, averaging over 400 yards a game. I I just like what they do. I think Carrier Dome is going to start to pick up on it, just because Syracuse Athletics haven't been. That place is loud. Yeah, it is a loud. They, they game. also haven't had basketball for a couple of years too. The basketball team's been down, so I know. I mean, those fans are hungry for. I mean, there's not much else to do in Syracuse, New York, and yeah. though that 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 dome will be rocking a Friday night game. I think I think Syracuse easily, but nine. I, I would never lay nine points on Syracuse yet. But Syracuse is going to win. Yes, I have Syracuse to win. They're part yeah, of that team. basketball basketball push this year. You got all the blue bloods in basketball, undefeated in football. Yeah, I think it's I think it's two teams heading in opposite directions. I think Syracuse is kind of trending up, and then I think Virginia is kind of going in the opposite direction. Um, definitely regressing from last year with just the offense is nowhere near um what it was uh last year um and yeah i love I, the they don't even call it the carrier dome anymore it's like the jma wireless dome sold out to something yep yeah but I, I'm, I'm going up there for a game i'm going to uh uh up there for the florida state game so I, I cannot wait to be there in person to watch it um all right so uh next game here uh top 25 matchup uh in the acc so number five clemson is going to number 21, Wake Forest, Battle of the Undefeateds. Um, Clemson's won 13 straight versus Wake Forest. Uh, last year, they won. Clemson beat Wake Forest 48 to 27, and probably what was Wake Forest's best team in years because um, they won the Atlantic Division. So, this game, it's, I think this is a prove it game for, for Clemson, in my opinion. It's, you're finally going up against a team with a pretty good quarterback. Can can so will the defense be able to hold up? And a if it does turn into a you know going back and forth with possession score changes, can DJ be the quarterback uh, to make the plays when Clemson needs to? So I think if you watched Wake Forest last week, they looked bad against Liberty. I mean, almost lost on a two point conversion. Uh, Sam Hartman threw two interceptions. I just I think Clemson's going to win, but this is going to be kind of an ugly game here. Um, 
I think Will Shipley will play a big factor. I think they'll have a tough time stopping him on the run. Um, I, I, I think Wake will score, but it's going to be tough, uh, against that defense. And I don't know if Brian Brisset, if he's back, um, or not, but, uh, regardless, I think the defense will still do really well against Wake. Uh, so I'm, I'm going Clemson, but I, I think it's a close game. I, I think Clemson's a seven point favorite. I, I'm going with, I, I think they, I don't think they cover. I, th- I think Clemson rolls this. I think Clemson's bound to kind of snap back into gear and not like maybe what they were, but DJU's looked better and he's been better statistically. If you've been watching the games, he's still kind of hesitant to make decisions, hesitant to commit to a read. Kind of sometimes just looks like he's literally just standing back there. But I think just so much necessity. I mean, this could be this, this is such a swing game for Clemson. If they can go out there and really play well, I mean, I really think they can hit, turn it into a good season, but if you're just getting on that struggle bus and mm, they, it, it, it slows down quick, but I think they, I think Clemson, when Clemson and Wake play, you really see the talent differential. Clemson That's just has, talent. yeah, yeah, they, they just have bigger dudes, stronger dudes, faster dudes. And you, they're one of those teams that, that makes a difference in this matchup. And it always has. That's why Clemson's won 13 straight. I mean, even when Clemson was Clemsoning, they never really struggled with Wake too much. Yeah. And there's some, few games there but yeah no i i think clemson wins they're just they're they're way more talented um it's going to take sam hartman hero performance to right. beat them and i don't know how healthy he is yet i don't think they're going to be able to run the football at all so mm-hmm. i mean you're basically relying on him to beat um you know with at perry and Keyshawn williams uh so i you know i i if this does get into a kind of shootout game and DJ can't keep up. Like I have said this, like before the season, I could see this being the game that Cade Klubnik comes in and, and gets mm-hmm. benched, or excuse me, DJ gets benched for Cade Klubnik. Right. Um, so I think we'll I see. texted you earlier in the week. I wouldn't mind a slow start from DJ and see Cade come in at halftime and light it up. Because they got the the big uh, Clemson NC State game is right. next weekend. Um, haven't mm-hmm. announced the time of that game yet, but that is the the big game in the ACC probably the entire season. So. Yep. We'll see if they're looking ahead to that one. Um, NC State plays UConn. Hopefully, they shouldn't have any trouble with them. So, we both like Clemson uh, in that one. Next week, though, I'm probably going to pick NC State, just giving you a heads up. Um, All right. uh, Next one. We're going to a little rivalry action in the Dallas Metro. TCU against SMU. Battle of the Iron Skillet. TCU is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, SMU won 32 or excuse me, 42 to 34 last year. If you remember, uh, this was the game where like, they were like SMU was like celebrating on the field, like before the game and Gary Patterson, like blew a blood vessel getting mad about it. (laughs) Um, and so now you've got Sonny Dykes, the former SMU coach at TCU. And then now he goes back to SMU to play his, his former team. And that, Usually doesn't go well uh, when that happens. Um, so, Rhett Lashley, I, I like what SMU is is doing. I like Tanner Mordecai, former OU guy. He's already thrown like 10, 10 touchdown passes, veteran guy. Um, TCU still hasn't really played anybody. I mean, they've played Colorado, who's the worst Power 5 team in the country. Uh, played Tarleton, who uh, I don't even know where that is. And... <laughs> I think this is going to be a shootout. It's going to turn into uh, Mordecai and Rashi Rice versus Max Dugan and Quentin Johnson. And I think Mordecai is better. And uh, 
I think SMU gets the best of them. Where you, who you lean towards? I, I, I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. It's going to be a shootout. You got two offenses averaging over 40 points a game, averaging over 500 yards a game. And it's one of those games I think that the over under is at 70.5, which is crazy high. But you know, I, I bet it gets blown out of the water. I mean, I think this is just going to be points, points, points. And I, I think TCU pulls it out in the end. I, uh. I, I, I just, I, I really, it's just a toss up to me. And, I mean, I just think TCU's defense can make a – I trust TCU's defense to make a stop before I do SMU. Well, the matchup that's going to be key in this game is uh, the corner for TCU, Travis Hodges Tomlinson. He's a lockdown corner. So if him against Rashi Rice, Mm -hmm. they if they – we'll see. That's going to be one of the biggest matchups uh, of the game uh, for sure. So um, we'll see. I just – I like TCU's – I like TCU's offense. I think that really uh, TCU only beat Colorado just because of how bad Colorado was. They didn't really need to beat them through the air. They just ran the ball right up the middle. And I mean, it was a scrub game. So you got TCU. I got SMU. We'll see. It's the uh, battle of the iron skill. That's a good name for a rivalry. All right. This is, uh, and this is not basketball season. Um, So basketball season starts in a couple months, but we are going to Lawrence, Kansas, the Duke Blue Devils undefeated playing the undefeated Kansas Jayhawks. And this is this is this is a football game. This is not basketball. Um, <laughs> and these two teams are hot. Uh, college game day. Shame on you for not going to uh, going to Lawrence for game day. You had you you could have gone to Tennessee, Alabama later this year or Tennessee uh, when they play a lot of I mean, have a bunch of different opportunities, but. Go to Kansas. Could you, I mean, the atmosphere would be insane. Um, Kansas is coming off, I mean, just incredible wins. Uh, West Virginia beat Houston. Jalen Daniels is, I think he's uh, starting to get some Heisman hype with the numbers he's putting up right now. Uh, if he maintains that through all the se- the whole season and they go undefeated, shoot, he, uh, he might as well win the Heisman. I mean, last week he had 158 yards passing three touchdown passes, 123 yards rushing, and two touchdowns against what we thought was a good Houston defense. And so I I, I really like this Kansas team. I I bet the over on them at the beginning of the season. They look great. I'm impressed by Duke. Duke hasn't played as good of competition as Kansas had. But um, still, I think Riley Leonard's doing a good job. Mike Elko and company uh, are doing – you know, it's really – if I'm a Kansas fan, I'm worried about Lance Leipold getting picked off by one of these, yeah. uh, like Nebraska or Auburn potentially, um, it, you know, wh- when they try to, you know, make those head coaching decisions, but I hope he stays at Kansas and just builds his program. And cause I, I, it's fun seeing Kansas, uh, have success. So I think the Jayhawks, I, I think they win comfortably here. I think they're a much better team than Duke. Um, Duke did win 52 to 33 last year, but, I mean, the, the, Jalen Daniels didn't start didn't start playing until like the Texas game of last year, and the offense completely changed. So I'm going with Kansas. Um, Rock Chalk Jayhawk. <laughs> I'm on the other side of this one too. I think. What? <laughs> I just I've, I've been so negative on Kansas, and I, I'll admit I think they're pretty good now, but I just think it's one of those things going to catch up to them, and they're going to get it. They're going to get in their own heads. Duke coming in on the road, less distractions. You realize uh, that their stadium is sold out for the first time in like 
a decade. Exa- exactly. They're not that that's that's so that's a huge change they have to react to. I mean, compared to Duke, which is I mean, they're those will probably be sold out if they can pull this one off just because I mean I, no. I, I just I think it's too much for them. I think they're gonna get too far ahead of themselves. I think yeah, I just I think Duke just solely based off distractions for Kansas and Kansas sipping into the higher. Interesting pick. I think you're wrong. I think this is going to be an absolute blowout. When you're talking about them ah. get Kansas getting too, you know, absorbed. If they win this game and go four or four and zero, then I start to get concerned. Maybe they're thinking about thinking too much because then they got to play Iowa State, TCU. Uh, Iowa State looks pretty good this year, so I got them beating the Dukies, uh, blowing them out big time, and uh, the the Jalen Daniels Heisman hype continues. Um, he is fun to watch. I will yeah, say that. He's great. He's, he's great. Yeah. And Devin Neal is a great, great running back. Um, it, it's a fun team to watch for sure. All right. Staying in the Big 12, we're going up to little Midwest uh, country. Uh, number 17, Baylor on the road in Ames, Iowa against Iowa State, undefeated Iowa State Cyclones. They Iowa State is favored here by three points. So this is. Another situation where we've got a ranked team going to play on the road against an unranked team, and the unranked team is is favored. So this is basically just a pick 'em because you know Vegas has given the three points to to uh, to Iowa State because they're the home team. Now, if you remember this game last year, it was Baylor won uh, 31-29. Iowa State was the team that was you know ranked high going in um to that game in waco i believe it was there was like a game went into overtime i think or it was a missed two-point conversion or something i remember i was at the ou west virginia game watching it on like a tv um and and saw the last play where purdy threw it up in the air and they, they didn't catch it so this game is always close um four of the last five meetings have been decided by 10 points or less um, I have not been impressed with Blake Shapin at quarterback for Baylor. Um, I thought, I mean, against cupcake competition, sure, he's looked good. But, you know, when he had to play BYU on the road, yeah. dude did not play well. Um, they didn't have the playmakers uh, around him, and he just looked really, really uncomfortable. And I think this Iowa State team, the defense – it is is solid Matt Campbell defense. I think Will McDonald gets gets uh, gets a few big plays in there, and I just like Iowa State's offense this year. I think Iowa State is better this year than they were last year. I, I think Hunter Deckers is better than Brock Purdy. Um, you got Xavier Hutchinson. You got Drill Brock at running back. I just I I, I like the Cyclones here. I, I'm leaning uh, what, what Vegas thinks. I think Iowa State wins this game, but it'll be a close one. It'll be. Probably a one-score game, um, and uh, you know one of those classic Big Twelve close games. So who you got? I, I sorry, probably got the sirens in the background, but I uh, <laughs> coming to nice. get you. I wish I I this one was another one that's just kind of back and forth. I'm really excited. We're kind of getting it really into conference play because that's when I love college football. You just get week after week just matchups that have history, and I think I don't know if. Iowa State's offense can keep up with Baylor. I, but Baylor, you saw them against. Uh, yeah, I mean BYU. I mean BYU they like and crap at the time, on the road. Like BYU's defense is that good, and now it kind of looks like maybe just Chapin has struggled. I, I just feel like noon, I, noon game Baylor. Just they they have the better, more talent. 
Shapen has to get it going at some point, and I think he gets it going against Iowa. State. So, do you think Shapen is better than than uh, Hunter Deckers? No, but I think Baylor has a better team than Iowa State. I would agree in the trenches, but I, right. I, I think that overall, I think this Iowa State team is better, has better playmakers. Um, so I'm going with Iowa State. You're going with Baylor. Um, I, I think Iowa State, I mean, they've impressed me. Um, beating I Iowa. I will say, I don't think Shapin is as bad as he's played. So that's, I, I think just he's got to play, he's bound to play better. He's just, he's young. And it, ta- right. I mean, not, there's, there's, very few quarterbacks like Bryce Young's or CJ Stroud's that can just mm-hmm. step in day one and light it up. Um, yeah. I mean, there's probably as many as, as you can count to five, mm-hmm. but um, I, I think he struggles. And I, I think Iowa state gets a close, close, close victory uh, up in Ames. Um, and they'll probably storm the field uh, like they <laughs> normally always do whenever they beat a ranked opponent. All right. Uh, this is the uh, probably maybe the game of the week. Um, Going to Knoxville. This is the biggest game in Tennessee football in years. The number 20 Florida Gators uh, are going to play the number 11 ranked undefeated Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, Tennessee is a 10 and a half point favorite right now. You know, they're, they're looking good. They, they beat Pitt. They've just blown out a couple Mac schools. Um, so it doesn't tell you much. But what's interesting is that Tennessee has only beaten Florida once since 2005. That's wild. I mean, it, that, that is a long time of misery for, uh, for Tennessee. And like this game was extremely competitive back in the nineties. That's why these teams hate each other. Um, the Steve, Steve Spurrier, Phil former, former days. Um, I, I'm leaning with Tennessee here and I, I think they cover, I mean, Florida had that great win against Utah. Um, hats off to them. Proved me wrong and a lot of other people wrong. But Anthony Richardson since that game has been atrocious. Um, hasn't thrown for over 150 yards in both games against uh, Kentucky or South Florida. So he's he. So in the last two games, he's thrown combined 255 yards passing, no touchdown passes, and four interceptions. You put a spy on the guy. And he's ineffective. So I don't think Tennessee's defense is great, but I mean, they're going to make things difficult for him. And um, if it gets into a shootout and you're trusting Anthony Richardson to, to throw the ball, uh, there's just, they, they can't compete. They got to make this a, a run out the clock kind of game, keep Tennessee's offense off the field I just, I think Tennessee has too much firepower um, on offense and the defense isn't atrocious, but uh, you know, Pitt had, Pitt had some success running the football against them. Um, But you know, Florida, Florida's defense hasn't been great either. Um, You saw Utah run all over them. So I think Tennessee wins this game and I think, uh, I think they win big. And Florida is just a, is a flawed team, just an average team in the SEC. Who are you going with? It's such a weird thing because it's always – Tennessee's one of those teams that it's been like it, it's been like this for a while. There's always this game where they, they've got the hype and it gets up to it and then they just lay an egg. But it, this year, I will say it does actually feel different. I mean, every year feels different, but they 
Heupel seems a little bit more calm and confident. I think the only way Florida has a chance if they get a couple turnovers early in Tennessee territory or a couple breaks go their way. I mean, that Utah game is Florida's claim to fame this year, and they didn't that that game could easily not gone their way. So look, see, Seltzer in the chat agrees with me. Tennessee is going to completely embarrass Florida. Could easily be a three score game. Yes, right. I mean, well, it's a yeah, it's a (laughs) ten and a half point spread. So I don't think that's a crazy take, but I. I think Tennessee Tennessee needs to, too, because if they struggle with Florida and Florida ends up not having a great year, I mean, they struggled with South Florida last, year, last week. They lost to Kentucky. They, Like I said, the ball bounced their way against Utah. And other than that, they haven't done much. Anthony Richardson has more tackles than he does touchdowns. Yeah. And, but that place will be rocking. Neyland will be going crazy. This is the highest spread that – or this is the most Tennessee has been favored in 50 years at 10.5, and, and the second most is five. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's completely flipped this year. I am going with Tennessee, but I could definitely see Florida pulling it off. But my pick is Tennessee, Florida with the points for sure. If Florida beats Tennessee, Knoxville will get burnt to the ground. Right. They will, <laughs> I mean, they, they, they will revolt. Uh, this Tennessee fan base is very sensitive mm-hmm. right now. They need a big win like this. Um, to, to for for their own sanity, um, uh, if if they lose and and God forbid they lose because of a bad call of a referee, uh, it could it could get ugly in Knoxville. Um, so so I got Tennessee. You have you said Tennessee. Tennessee? Okay, yeah. all right, Rocky Top. Okay, um, now we're heading out out to West Texas, Oil Country, um, number twenty two, Texas, going on the road to Lubbock to play Texas Tech. Two and one Red Raiders. Um, Texas is a six and a half point favorite. Uh, just re- uh, today, um, Quinn Ewers is playing. Um, so he he's back um, after being in- getting injured against Bama. This game, I've been I've been impressed with Texas Tech. This uh, last year, Texas beat Texas Tech seventy to thirty five uh, in Austin. Uh, Texas Tech has only beaten. Texas four times since 1999 and the last time that Texas Tech won in Lubbock against Texas was guess when I couldn't tell you the Crabtree catch oh was that and, really it yeah 2008 <laughs> yeah wow so um it's been a minute but I feel like this Texas team is vulnerable yes Ewers is coming back he's bet much better than Hudson card but I I I don't know. My, my, I have been super impressed with tech and specifically their defense. Um, they've played great against, uh, I thought they played pretty well against Houston, kept uh, Clayton tune kind of just out of rhythm, really held NC state, uh, yeah. kept them in check. I mean, that was more of a defensive game. Exactly. Um, so Donovan Smith, the quarterback, he's talented, but he's just got to make better decisions. Um I mean, he, he, he's got to, he, he's got, he's got to be better, uh, making better decisions. I mean, and the offensive line has to protect him better. He, he got sacked six times against, uh, NC state. Um, so they, they need to get the running game involved, get Sir Roderick Thompson and, uh, Taj Ford going in this game. I, I, I like, I like, uh, Texas tech here. They've got the number one, uh, defense and run defense in the big 12, I am, uh, I'm, I'm leaning towards the Red Raiders in a, uh, 
in a bit in a big one. I think it's a close game, super close game, but I, I think that uh, I think Texas Tech wins. So over, I, is it over three on Texas games this year? Picking them? <laughs> I picked Texas to lose every game. I I, I can't. Week one, well, I picked Alabama. I picked Alabama to win. So Alabama, UTSA, and now Texas Tech. So. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm going Texas, and I think big. I think Ewers just that first quarter against Alabama is one of the best. I mean, that's going down in Texas football history, probably at least for the last couple of years, just because, I mean, I think he's, he looked good. He looked poised. He was putting the ball in right places. I think week one, when people were kind of down on him, I think they were, it was really just them trying to show nothing for Alabama. And I think he's got talent, him coming back. Robinson's dude, he's picking it up and going, I think Texas rolls. Texas Tech does have a really good defense. They play their defense. Tim DeRoyer, yeah, Tim DeRoyer, that defensive coordinator that came in from Oregon. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, he he has done a good job. Um, really, I mean, Texas Tech, you just you're, they're known to have an air raid offense and yeah. to have a horrible defense, and the defense is showing up. Right. So if they can limit Bijan Robinson, and I, let's let's see how good Quinn Ewers is. Let, let's see if he's really that talented. Let's see. But I, I think that, I mean, I've got friends in Lubbock. They are, this place is going to be rocking. They hate Texas in Lubbock. Um, so this is going to be a close game. I think it could go either way, but I, I'm leaning tech. I, it's going to be a close game. It's not going to be 70 to 35. Um, and yeah. Seltzer, Seltzer in the uh, chat says Texas Tech embarrassed me and cost me money last week. <laughs> Still a believer though. Texas Tech is going to win this. I like it. Well, maybe everyone uh, was on them plus ten and a half, or I think got up to eleven. Yeah, so maybe they can, you can win your money back this weekend. Um, all right. Um, all right. Next game, uh, the, t- the the wine and cheese game. Uh, Notre Dame at UNC in Chapel Hill. Now Notre Dame finally gets a win. Um, you know, had to, it took him a lot to get over Cal. Cal, you know, is just a juggernaut in college football. Um, and so UNC is undefeated, beating a couple Sunbelt teams. Good for them. Um, last year, this, they played, uh, Notre Dame won 44 to th- uh, 34. Uh, UNC has not beaten Notre Dame since 2008. Um, they've only beaten Notre Dame twice all time. This game, I, I, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's UNC's offense versus Notre Dame's defense because UNC's defense is awful. I mean, they gave up 40 points in one quarter to App State. That is the worst thing I've ever seen. I mean, Gene Chizik's lucky he has a job. He's lucky he just got hired. Um, so I really like Drake May. I mean, and Josh Downs is going to be back for them. Um, they're big, big playmaker receivers. So that's going to be huge. I, this is one I don't, ha- I don't have circled yet. I need, I, I, I don't know who to pick here. Um, Drew Pine looked okay. He had two touchdown passes, but didn't throw for 150 yards. Um, I, I just don't know. I, 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 what are you, where are you leaning towards? I'm the same way. It's just, a, it's a tough, it's week four. So if you look at the schedules of the past, I mean, UNC let up 180 points against App State in the fourth quarter. And then you have, and have only played cupcake games. And you got Notre Dame that looked good against Ohio State and lost to Marshall and struggled with Cap. So they've, 
played a little bit better competition, but haven't done good at all against them. And it's in um, it's in Chapel Hill. In Chapel Hill, it's, which is not known to be a very tough place to play, right? And they, I mean, beating Notre Dame, it'll draw. I mean, shoot, it's this, this game does not deserve ABC, but it is. And I, I, I think I've got to go with UNC just solely with my. I, I want Notre Dame to lose this game too because I don't. I don't think they're a good football team, and I think it's about time that they have a bad year and not this BS they've had the last five years where they lose games that they're not as good and then win the games they should and make the college football playoff. So I'm, I'm taking UNC. Steven like in the chat likes UNC as well. He says UNC will win by two possessions. It's a very UNC <laughs> thing to do, especially on ABC. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with UNC. I, I, I'm going. I'm going Tar Heels. Um, I think, uh, yeah, Drake May, I think, is a stud. By the way, if you saw his, like, comments, you know, talking trash to NC State, that's ridiculous that they made him apologize uh, for, like, saying that, you know, kids can't, that can't go to UNC go to NC State. I mean, this is trash talk to your yeah. in-state in rival. I mean, come on. We're, we're, we're all a little tougher uh, than that. Uh, so, Drake, I quote tweeted you. I, I don't think you needed to apologize. and. Uh, Good luck this Saturday. Go light up the Irish. Um, all right. So we both got both got the Tar Heels. Next game. Uh, this is an interesting one because we got Minnesota going on the road to East Lansing to Michigan State. Minnesota undefeated, really haven't played anybody. They're a three a three-point favorite. Uh, Michigan State got their ass kicked last week uh, by Washington. They're and, and I will admit, I was completely wrong about Michigan State. Their secondary was just as is just as bad this year as it was last year. Um, now they did have some of their best players out of that game last week. Xavier Henderson, key safety for that team. Jaden Reed, their best wide receiver. Jacob Slade, their best defensive tackle. Those guys were all out. Um, but I think it was more of a you know coming out party for Washington. Uh, I mean, Washington's going to be good this year, and they. Um, they really came out to play. So this game, this is an interesting game here because I, I think that this is the most important game in the Mel Tucker era. Uh, it's not against Ohio State. It's not against Michigan Lair. This game right here is the most important game because it it sets the trajectory for either having a good, a good, you know, you can still have a good season, but if you lose this game and you go two and two, it's tough sledding for the rest of the year. You got to beat this Minnesota team. Uh, Michigan State's won five straight. Uh, the last time they've met was in 2017. Like I said, the, the and the problem last week was they weren't. Michigan State was not able to run the football against uh, against Washington. Now Washington has a good front, but it looked like they really missed Kenneth Walker. Um, they only had 42 rushing yards against Washington. They got to run the ball better with Berger and Broussard. They've got to get them the ball. Um, Minnesota, great run game. Uh, Mo Ibrahim and uh, Trey Potts. Uh, uh, I cannot wait to see them against the Spartan front seven. Uh, Minnesota's best wide receiver, Chris Autumn Bell, is out for the year. So we'll see how that plays an impact in Tanner Morgan um, with the offense. But it's just for me, it's like Minnesota just, they've played. Um, New Mexico State, they've played um, some FCS school, and then they played Colorado last week, which Colorado. is basically an FCS team at this point. So 
I'm going with Michigan State on the road, or excuse me, at home. I think this is going to be just a tough, grinded out win uh, for for Mel Tucker and Sparty. And th- this is a game, you know, it's like you said last week, LSU had to have that game against Mississippi State. I picked Mississippi State, you picked LSU. You were right because they had to have that game. Michigan State has to have this game. They have to win it. And uh, their back's against the wall, and I think they come out big. Um, so who, who are you going with? I agree. I almost made this my hungry dog runs faster game, but I think it's just almost, I think Tucker wants to be a good coach or one of the top coaches in the NCAA. This is games you got to win. This Cause like you said, you lose this game, all of a sudden you could end up having a pretty bad season. You win here. You can go on, get on a roll, still get to eight, nine, 10 wins. Easy. It, they, they got to win this game. And I, I, I think it's a complete, uh, just looking at the line, Minnesota being three-point favorites, I think it's a total overreaction to what Michigan State did last week. They were the underdogs, so you have everyone thinking, oh, my gosh, top 15, 10 team, an underdog against a team ranked lower than them. They're going to win unless everyone take them. Now you have the same thing. Michigan State was higher ranked than Minnesota last week. They had one loss, but I think it's just an overreaction because everyone was on Michigan State last week, and – Everyone just jumps ship. So I think I think Michigan State will be fine. It's a good matchup. Autumn Bell being out huge for Michigan State just with their struggling secondary. But Minnesota can really run the football, but Michigan State's front seven is pretty elite. So it'll be a fun game to watch, but I've got Michigan State. Yeah, Mel Tucker in his press conference called himself a horseshit coach. Um, so he was very take took that loss, I think, very personally. And uh you know, we'll see how he responds. I, I'm a big Mel Tucker guy. I think he can get it turned around here in a week. Um, let's yeah. see what's going on in the chat. Someone said Michigan State played extremely sloppy last week. If they can clean things up, they should get it. And I think they will have things cleaned up. I like it. I like that's what I like to hear. Um, maybe they needed the Washington game as kind of a wake up call, but they need those guys. They need uh, Jaden Reed's got to play. Yeah. Um, uh, he, he, I mean, if he doesn't play, they're going to struggle scoring. All right, so um, going out west, little Pac-12 action. Um, the number 15 Oregon Ducks going on the road to Pullman play with the undefeated Wazoo Cougs. Uh, Oregon is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. You know, Oregon really, I, I think, kind of impressed us all last week, beating um just beating uh, BYU handedly, um, 41-20. Bo Nix was extremely efficient, um, held BYU to 61 rushing yards. I was impressed. They, they were able to run the football with Marquise Irving. Uh, I thought, uh, you know, Troy Franklin had a good game. This this is an interesting game here. Um, I don't think Washington State is getting enough credit uh, nationally because they're in Pullman. No one really even knows where Pullman is. Um, but Washington went into Madison, Wisconsin, and beat a stingy Badger team. People that, that game went under the radar. Um, they've allowed only thirty-eight points in three games. Um, they lead the country in sacks, 14 sacks. You've got 31 tackles for loss, seven turnovers. Bo Nix, going back to his Auburn days, struggles on the road. Um, that's a fact. That's not an opinion. That is a fact. Um, so 
I think Cam Ward and that offense um, are really starting to come together. Um, Donovan Ali is, is a great player. I'm leaning towards Wazoo here. I, I, I like uh, I, I like Wazoo at home. I, I think that they're going to be fired up for this game. And I just, Oregon, if, if, they, if they beat Wazoo, I will be, okay, Oregon's legit. But I just, I've seen them get waxed by Georgia. I've seen them blow out BYU. I just don't know. And I'm going with Wazoo. I, I, I like the Cougs. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm upset. I'm going to Oregon, but I did have that. This was a tough one for me to decide because the same things. Bo Nix on the road has always been. You have no clue. I mean, he, Bo Nix in general, you have no clue what you're going to get. Actually, so I mean, I said it last week. I said because I, I was on BYU too, and I said my only fear is if Bo Nix comes out and just looks like a stud all of a sudden, like he does every six games. And, yeah, yeah, he does it every like four or five uh, games. He comes out and just looks like you know the best yeah. quarterback in the country. Um, yeah. So he's got to be due now. He's had two good games. He's got to be due for a bad game uh, at some point. Uh, I think he has one more good game than probably a dud coming up in the weeks following. I, I think I think Oregon's a good football team. The Georgia Georgia game leaves a bad taste in your mouth, and I think I don't think there's anyone that could have competed with Georgia in week one like that. And so I, I think Oregon will be fine. I think Oregon's a good football team. I picked them. I took their over before the season. I'm st- I st- nothing much has changed on how I feel about them, especially after seeing the way they played against BYU last. No, they did. They be- did beat uh, Oregon. Did beat Washington State uh, 38-24 last year. I just I- I'm leaning towards leaning towards Wazoo. I-, I I like I like that defense. You wa- you watch that game against Wisconsin. Yes, I know that Wisconsin yeah. is not a perennial offense, but they can run the football and they shut down. Uh, Wisconsin in Madison, which right. is not an easy thing to do. And so, I don't think Wisconsin's a bad football team either. I think yeah. They're... So we uh, we shall see. We're, so I got Wazoo, you got Oregon. Um, a good Pac-12 matchup. Uh, Leaf Obstad is a Washington fan in the chat, and he said, "This is one of the few weeks I root for the Cougars." Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Washington. I think Washington fans hate Oregon more than they hate Wazoo. Kind of like I hate Texas more than I hate Oklahoma State. Um, you treat little brother differently than, uh, your, you know, out of state big rival. All right. Um, <laughs> this game, uh, coming up here. So <laughs> this game, whatever happened, the outcome of this game may be one of the, what may just cause a ton of turmoil, uh, in college football. Mizzou is going on the road to the plains to play the Auburn Tigers. <laughs> Auburn is a seven point favorite. Um, they haven't played since 2017. Auburn won 51-17, but man, Auburn looked like crap last week. They looked horrible. Um, you all and you, you, your best players are uh, Tank Bigsby and Jarquez Hunter, and you only give Tank Tank Bigsby the ball nine times. Penn State would just came into Jordan Hare, which is a tough place to play, and knocked the snot out of them. Um, so. TJ Finley is out for this game. Um, and Zach Calzada today got uh, announced that uh, he's having year ending surgery. So it's all, it comes down to Robbie Ashford now. Um, so I, I think this Auburn team is bad. They could be worse than Vanderbilt. They really could. Um, and I can't wait till some Auburn fans see that. But um, 
I think that Auburn, this is maybe the last game on Auburn's schedule that they can win. Cause I don't think, I don't think too highly of Mizzou. Um, Kansas state ran for 200 plus yards against Mizzou's defense. So what's Auburn going to do? They got to run the football. And, and I think, I think they should, uh, be able to win this just by running the ball between the tackles with Bigsby and Hunter. And if, if, if those guys don't get like 30 carries combined and they lose that game, I'm telling you, Brian Harson is going to get fired before the night's over. Um, that's how hot things are, uh, on the planes. So I'm picking Auburn just because I, you know, I, I think just the matchup wise, I think this is a good matchup for Auburn, but if I could see Mizzou winning, and this is just the game that blows the top off of the Auburn football program. And, uh, it's just in a free fall. So who are you leaning with? I'm going Mizzou. I think it's, I think they're too, I'm not, Obviously, I think both teams are bad, but Missouri's a Missouri doesn't have like Auburn still has that pressure. I mean, they just have. I think if Missouri wins this game this week, it might be the first time that Fanny's has ever stormed the field in a loss, literally just going after Harson. He's done everything wrong, and I mean, I heard on the radio today there's several several big um, Alabama high schools that Harson still hasn't even stepped foot in. And it's yeah. just that's what you that's like horrible your first was... thing as a head coach to do is you go to every single school. And I mean, I just think it's it's out of control at this point. The Bigsby if Tank Bigsby can really get rolling, I Auburn can win for sure. Just because I, I like I said it last week, I think he's a great running back. And Missouri's Missouri's run defense is not very good. They're giving up over a hundred yards a game. Yeah, and they haven't got, played they got great competition. Yeah, yeah. struggled and so, last week. Right. But I just think the pressure, it's going to be, that stadium was rocking last week and saw a stinker. I mean, that was a horrible game. It was, it was 40 miserable 12 to watch. was the final score. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't even, it was literally miserable to watch because it was one team almost, they looked like they didn't want to be there. And so that, it'll be interesting to see how that stadium is because I'm a big fan of Jordan Hare. I've been there a couple of times and it's a great atmosphere. But because I know every Auburn fan I know is, almost just given up like they're making jokes about it now and just devastated so and auburn, I, I, is, auburn fans are love their school yeah, so much almost too and much. care about it yeah that's what i'm saying they care about it almost too much to where it's detrimental yeah. to their football program yeah um and you got to get out of this mindset that you're you can't you can't compete with georgia or alabama right now you just you can't and bringing in a guy that coached in the mountain West to, you know, go cutthroat recruiting against Nick Saban and Kirby smart may have, I'm going to do like a top 50 worst head coaching hires. I think Scott Frost and, and Brian Harson may be like the top two Um, just is a horrible fit. And I I was saying earlier, like if you're a sitting power five head coach, I wouldn't even take an interview with Auburn. I don't care if they offer you, four million dollars than what you're making now that place is the most toxic environment that that's in college football i mean you've got the there's too many hands in the cookie jar trying to run the program it's in my opinion it's worse than texas and it's just it's a power struggle and too many people trying to make make decisions and the head coach really has no no power and 
problem here is Brian Harson's just basically telling the the boosters just to screw off. And I mean, but he's just he's not a great coach. It'd be one thing if he was winning games, but right. dude's in over Where's his head. I, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I texted one of my friends like after the during the Penn State game. It was almost sad. Auburn used to be so fun when they were just Auburn. They'd be really really good every two years solid the other year and then horrible the next year. I mean, it was just, and they're just not a good program right now and just going in the wrong direction. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be, man, it's going to be tough for them to, to become relevant here with, with, mm-hmm. with the, and, being in the sec yeah. West with, with, you know, just sandwiched between Nick Saban and Kirby yeah. smart. So, all right, I'm going with Auburn. You're going with Mizzou. Yep. Um, interesting game that, that really, we wouldn't be talking about if Brian Harson wasn't about to get fired. <laughs> All right. Um, number this is, and this is probably maybe the match this other, this in the Tennessee Florida game. So number 10, Arkansas versus number 23, Texas A&M. I hate that this game is played at, Jer- at Jerry's world in Dallas. I- I've said it a million times on Twitter. I hate it. I hate neutral site games. This is, it, it is a stale environment. It's never, completely sold out play this damn game in college station or Fayetteville. I'm pretty sure it's Jerry Jones. He's just lazy and doesn't want to fly on his private jet to, to Fayetteville or college station. But I mean, come on, let's play these games on college campuses where they belong. This is not OU Texas. This is not Georgia, Florida play them on the college campuses. Whenever this, this is done, whenever this contract is up, I hope that it never happens again. And they, play never play in jerry's world again um yes jerry jones has no sort of humility whatsoever yes and look at the dallas cowboys they are, they the are cowboys at home next week the cowboys uh, look at the cowboys over the last 20 years and what have they done um so all right so this is a this is a good matchup here i i you know, Arkansas finally won last year, 20 to 10. Uh, finally, AM had won nine in a row. Um, to me, this is this is like we've talked about games where the battles won uh, like on the perimeter. This game is gonna be won in the trenches. Texas AM's run defense versus Arkansas's run offense. Arkansas is a juggernaut at running the football because you've got KJ Jefferson, who's basically a he's bigger than running backs. And, and I mean, just that whole um, just platoon of running backs that you can just fill in. And Raheem Sanders is just putting up monster numbers. Um, Max Johnson played okay against, uh, against Miami. I mean, that was one of the worst games I've watched in a while. It was so boring. Yeah. No, I mean, no. God, I mean, Max Johnson, it's just Jimbo's offense is terrible. It's just, it, it's so, um, it, it, it's out of stock. If you ask me, Arkansas, their biggest weakness is the corner position. But I don't think Max Johnson is going to stretch the field vertically and is going to make it tough for Arkansas secondary to real to where they they're they're panicking back there in the secondary and they're getting lit up. I don't think that they have the ability to do that. So um I think that Arkansas's front seven on defense is going to give uh Max Johnson or Haynes King, a nightmare. They've got 17 sacks so far this season. That defense does. Um, I, I think that th- th- this is going to be a close game. Absolutely. I think KJ Jefferson is going to be the difference maker, whether he beats beats you with his arm or, or with his legs. 
Um, Trey Knox, tight end for for uh, Arkansas. Watch out for him. He could be an X factor. I just I like Arkansas here because I think KJ Jefferson can do enough for them to to win the football game against an A and M offense that just is kind of it, it's there. It, it, it's there. It, it, it exists. It's nothing special. Um, so I'm going with the Hogs. Sam Pittman rolling on to I believe they play Bama next week. So it's just a never-ending uh, juggernaut schedule for Arkansas. Yeah, you going that is, that's a tough combo, but I'm going with AM. I, I, I can't, uh, I, me being an offensive guy, I, that, that offense is the, it, I mean, like I said last week, being a Clemson fan, I, I've never seen an offense as bad as AM's this year. I've never seen a team with a ranked number next to their name and their offense be this. Well, so then why are you horrific. picking, why are you picking Texas A&M? Solely because I don't think Arkansas is very good either. <laughs> and I think KJ Jefferson, I think he's easy to stop. He's one dimensional. And I think in a big game, you've got to be able to do what they think you can. And that would be pass from the pocket, pass on known passing downs. KJ Jefferson couldn't do it last year, still can't do it this year. He did do it last year. He had Traylon Burks. I mean, they not known passing downs, it was RPOs. And, and okay, yeah. And then half of his passing production was to Burks, and that's gone. And he's. I, I just think he's too one-dimensional, relies too think, much on the play action. I think you just hate Arkansas. Did, did do you have an ex-girlfriend that went went to Arkansas or something? No, I do you think I date someone that went to Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> That's insulting. I mean, um, it, I mean, AM just they they can't move the ball on offense. So I mean, our, like Max Johnson is not going to light up. I don't care how bad that uh, how bad Arkansas secondary is. He's not going to light them up, and that defensive line is going to get into his face. He's, they're going to get pressure on him, and they're going to make mistakes. Now, AM does have a very solid secondary, mm-hmm. but I, I just I don't think it's going to be enough to stop Arkansas because Arkansas is just is going to be able to run the football. And this is just going to be a physical game, guys. Are and that, that's why I worry about Arkansas playing Alabama next week because I think they're going to be extremely beat up uh after this game you saw last year after this game arkansas had to go play at georgia and just got absolutely they got skunked like 31 to 0 uh because they were so beat up so um i I like arkansas you you you're going aggies i'm going aggies i I just have no i'm not kj jefferson i don't trust them (laughs) don't trust kj jefferson okay to win big games like this you have to be able to I mean, you see, that's why Bryce Young's so good. Third down and long, he's he he steps up. He's even more efficient. KJ Jefferson, and no, I mean, I think he's like I I knew that I had the numbers written down somewhere. His passing percentage drops by 20 percent almost with known passing downs. He, he he relies on play action, RPO, and a solid run game, and to stay ahead of the chains. Yep, but if they, I mean, as long as they can run the football, that works. So, right. do you think A and M stops? shuts down Arkansas's run game. I think they can slow it down enough to get them into passing situations. And then the secondary, I don't think KJ Jefferson has a shot in hell at being successful against the secondary. Okay. Unless right. they, unless they're ahead of the chains and, and uh, if they can get the run game going, then yes, where their play action is lethal and you get this, you get safeties, you get one high and he's at 10 yards. Yes. But I think if you can get it into a football game where they're not able to do what they want at the line of scrimmage, have a couple third and longs. I don't think KJ Jefferson's very successful. 
I'm telling you, Trey Knox, Trey Knox, remember that name, tied in for Arkansas. He is going to be a key piece in this game. Watch, watch him um, just find some empty holes uh, and, and make some clutch catches. So it's going to be a good game. I hate that I'm, I'm going to miss it because I'm going to be at the OU game, but I'll have to record it and watch it on Sunday. All right, um, going back to Big, big Ten country, we got uh, classic uh, Big Ten teams here. The Badgers of Wisconsin going into the horseshoe to play Ohio State, number three team in the country. Ohio State is favored by 18 points. Um, you know, they really struggled against Notre Dame. The offense really sputtered. Um, but last couple games against Arkansas State and Toledo, they're putting up Ohio State numbers again. Um, Travion Henderson is back, um, so only adds to, to the uh, – to the pool of talent on that offensive side of the ball to me, like this, this, this is Arkansas or Wisconsin can't line up man for man and and win this game. They have to use those running backs, use Braylon Allen, Chesma Lucy and control the clock, kind of do what Notre Dame did. But I think they've got, I think Wisconsin has a better offense than Notre Dame. So if they can just control the ball, control the ball, Braylon Allen is a, is one of the best running backs in the country. Keep the ball out of Stroud's hands. Um, then it can be close. But if it turns into a shootout, Graham Mertz is not going to be able to keep up. Wisconsin's defense is, is not where it was last year. I mean, it was historic last year. Um, but they've only allowed one touchdown pass so far this year. So we'll see if that holds up. But I just think, I think Marvin Harrison Jr., is better than Jackson Smith and Jigba. I, yeah. I think he, I, I he's special, man. He's and Emeka Egbuka um, is another talented young receiver. I, I just, I think, um, yeah, I, 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 I like Ohio State. I, I just think it's going to be tough. Um, but, but there is a formula there for Wisconsin to win this game. Um, but I just don't think they're going to get it done. Who are you going with the Buckeyes? Yeah, I've got the Buckeyes too. I think it's it's kind of a weird game. You really you rarely see Ohio State games over under still in the fifties, and they're nineteen point favorites or eighteen and a half. So I I think Vegas probably thinks that Wisconsin's kind of going to try to control the clock, and I mean because I I don't think Wisconsin has the ability to score a lot of points or even no. remotely close to keep up with this offense. So it's yeah, I mean it's, no. to even keep it close. I think to even cover, they have to run the clock, keep Stroud on the sidelines, long drives, first downs, and then they might have a chance to cover. But I, 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 I would take Ohio State with the points. I, even, I don't, I don't think this game's close. Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm not sure about covering, just because I think our, I think Wisconsin's offense is good enough to really, you know, hold on to some ball to the ball. Yeah, really have some long possessions. Teams that can run um, are tough to cover big spreads against. Yeah, because I, I just think the stable of running backs they have, their offensive line is great. I, I just I think it's going to be tough for Ohio State to to blow them out like you know they would. I I think this is I think they win like thirty five seventeen. Is that eighteen points right there? <laughs> I think yeah. it is. Yeah, I could see that being the score. Um, that be right on the money, but yeah. um. I think also part of Ohio State still remembers beating Notre Dame and dropping in points or dropping in the polls. So I think they might come out and try to just really make a statement. 
I mean, I, I could see we'll them. See. I could see them hitting the over themselves. Yeah, I, I mean, I think Ryan Day was embarrassed with how his yeah. offense looked against Notre Dame. So, if if they want to just run up the score, we'll, we'll see if they can do it. But uh, we like the Buckeyes uh, rolling in uh, in the shoe. All right, uh, this game, next game, I am going to be at this game um, in Nompton, uh, K State, going to play my number six Oklahoma Sooners. Now this game really, you know, K State. Thanks for losing to uh, Tulane last week because it really kind of took the took the awe out of this game. This would have been a much bigger game if you guys didn't lay an egg against the Green Waves. Um, but OU K State gives oh, of all the schools in the Big Twelve, there is not a team that gives K, um, Oklahoma more problems than K State. Um, OU won 37-31 last year. They've split the last four meetings. I think Kansas State's won the last two times in Norman. So they're not scared uh, to come into Norman and, and and win. I've been there personally uh, a couple times for those losses. I can tell you it pissed me off seeing K-State uh, win in Norman um, because that, that just boring offense. And yeah. um, those are the Bill Snyder days. Those are gone. Um, so – uh, you know, OU blows out Nebraska. Nebraska is just a shell now. Um, sad what that state of the program is. But, you know, uh, this team, I feel like this team looked it looks better than they did last year, OU specifically. I just really liked how the defense is just swarming around the ball. They're, they're tackling guys. They aren't just, you know, arm tackling. Mean, they, they're swarming around the football and making tackles, and you didn't see that with Lincoln Riley and Alex Grinch. Um, very physical. They're playing physical football. I mean, that's Brent Venable's staple. So, and and the problem with with K State right now is Adrian Martinez. Um, he's he's just being very conservative. He's not taking shots down the field. Um, he he's being way too conservative and like Chris Kleiman even said like he's got to stretch the field more um because teams are just now sitting in the box trying to stop Deuce Vaughn because they don't think that Adrian Martinez can can beat them um so Adrian Martinez has to be aggressive in this game we'll see if he if he is they do I mean they've got some receivers Malik Knowles I mean they can they can score um if if their offense but their offense they're trying to convert to a more up-tempo offense whereas like in previous years, it's just more of a gr- grind it out, get three yards of carry, you know, run the quarterback dr- uh, draw with, you know, three lead blockers and, you know, play field position. But this year they're trying to, you know, be, be a lot more up tempo. So sometimes that, al- that doesn't always work when you make changes like that. And uh, Adrian Martinez is turnover prone. I- I'm just, I'm leaning towards OU here. Um, I think that they're a 13 point favorite now. Um, so I, I like the Sooners here and uh, should be a fun night. Uh, Seven o'clock my time uh, in Norman. Who are you going with? I'm going with OU too. I, it's funny. The first part of your take on this game was spot on for me. Cause I kind of looked ahead last week at OU schedule to see when they might kind of have a big matchup. It's always fun to pull against them. And they, I saw the, this one, and it was. I was like, oh, okay, OU hasn't really played anyone or really even looked that good playing him yet. And Kansas has looked 
okay in or Kansas State, excuse me, and uh, and then Tulane, they lose to Tulane, and then OU looks looks they look like the number six team in the country finally last week or a top ten team. Even though Nebraska's not great, going to Lincoln, beating them the way they did, going down early 7-0, that was I mean that that was good to see them bounce back and kind of and then really win, like I said, like like a top ten team. And so I think I think OU wins. I think they win. I don't know if it's a close game, but I I would Kansas State, comparatively speaking, basically owns Oklahoma with how much better Oklahoma's been than Kansas State. So I would never lay twelve and a half points. Yeah, but I think I think OU wins fine. Touchdown, ten points. Caden Martin says he is scared to throw the ball. Are you are you talking about Adrian Martinez or Dylan Gabriel? I think he's talking about Adrian Martinez. I would say Martinez. Yeah. He only has one touchdown here. No, I put uh, I put OU on ups. I do that serious upset alert thing every uh, every week. People always get riled up over it, and I put uh, OU on serious upset alert because Kansas State plays them tough always. Always, I can't remember the last time that this game was was a blowout. I, like I want to say maybe it was Lincoln. Let me let me just look here. I, I need to see. What? Because I feel like every single game is is close with K State, and it's uh, let me see here. I just got to check this thing because I am curious. So okay, so twenty twenty one, OU wins thirty seven thirty one. Twenty twenty two, or excuse me, twenty twenty, K State won thirty eight thirty five. Um, twenty nineteen, uh. State uh, won 48-41. 2018, OU won 51-14. Um, so that, that sounds more like it. And then it was 42-35, OU won in 17. So there's been one kind of lopsided game in the last four years. All right. Um, so we'll see. Should be an interesting game. All right. Final game uh, of the – of the lineup here that we, we've got for our picks, number seven, USC going up to Corvallis, Oregon, to play the uh, the Beavs of uh, Oregon State. Oregon State's undefeated. Both teams have played Fresno State. USC looked good last week. The game they 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 beat Fresno State comfortably, but like you got it. Jake Hayner went out in the first half, and Fresno State's just not the same without them. So Oregon State. I mean, granted, this is an entirely different USC team, but they won 45 to 27 last year. It's the first yeah. time win win at USC since 1960. I mean, that's like, <laughs> was that 80 years ago? I mean, that's insane. Um, so I just, I'm, I've been impressed with Oregon State. I think Chance Nolan has done a great job um, throwing the football. Uh, Running, you know, running the football. I think uh, Treshawn um, or Deshaun Fenwick and Treshawn Harrison uh, have done a great job with receiver and running back uh, for them. I-, I think that for Oregon State to stay in this game, it comes down to converting in the red zone because um, I think you can move the ball on this USC team. They're 14 of 14 on when they're in the red zone. So they've got to capitalize whenever they get down uh, close to scoring because USC is going to put up points here. 
Um, I, I just, I personally think that this USC offense is too much. Um, when, I mean, Caleb Williams, Travis Dye, Jordan Addison, Mario Williams. I mean, they're, they're good. They're, they're, they're good. Um, so credit to Lincoln Riley. Um, this looks like USC is back and, and I think they win this one. I, I want to say, are they favored by like six points? I think. I would, I would honestly six and a half points, six and a half. Yeah, I, I think they could, but I, you know, I don't know. There's been so many times where, you know, when Lincoln Riley was at OU, they would just OU would have a game where they would just not show up. A lot of the times that was against K State. Um, so we'll see if he's gotten prepared. Um, but but I, I like USC in this game. I, I think it's close, but but I think USC pulls ahead late. They're they're just way more talented. Um, but. We'll see. Uh, maybe the Beavs give a surprise. Who, who you got? I agree. I, USC is just – they have so much talent. And Lincoln Riley, I mean, almost looks like a spoiled little kid on Christmas with just his toys. Just, I mean, just – it's crazy. I mean, seeing Caleb Williams with Jordan Addis. I mean, it's just – it's fun to watch from an off- offensive standpoint. Their defense does give up a lot of yards. So they got I 10 agree. turnovers, though. They're, they they, they, they force they've turnovers. gotten turnovers, yeah. Mm-hmm. They forced turnovers. So it's just a – I I think six and a half almost seems a little fishy, so I, I I almost would stay away from just from that aspect on it. I feel like I've been wrong on every single one that I felt like that. So, <laughs> I mean, I think USC rolls though. I mean, their offense is so good. Oregon State's three and zero and has. I think they're a good football team, but I think they're one of those teams that's going to beat the teams they should and then lose to the teams that they're just not as talented as. Yeah, and lose big probably those games. So. Yeah. I think just that this offense, there's no way Oregon State's offense can keep up and just too much talent. Someone said, um, USC let South Alabama use their practice facilities last week. Thus meaning my fully unbiased take is USC will blow up Oregon State out. That's a great logic there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, okay. So we both got USC winning. So. Um, all right. So it should be a good, uh, slate of games. This is the first weekend I'm going to go into a football game. So I'm going to try and watch as much as possible before I go out and do a little tailgating action, uh, down in Norman. It's going to be like a hundred degrees outside, but, uh, it'll be fun. Um, hopefully OU gets the win and, uh, hopefully our picks improve. We're kind of around like 500. We got We got to do better. So yeah. Thank you guys uh, for listening. You know, make sure you hit that like, hit that subscribe button. If you haven't already, do us a huge favor. Give us a review on Apple or Spotify. Those really help us get our podcast out there um, for other people to find and listen to. Um, You know, we're doing this every week. We enjoyed it. Um, So, you know, y'all have enjoy week four of college football. It's going way by way too fast. And, uh, you know, we've really, uh, there's some good games. So, uh, peace. We'll see you next week.